Hello, everybody. Wanted to get on here and continue the twin flame journey. And as you know, there is a lot of information circulating about twin flames now. Um, and I think it's really important, you know, Pam and I really want to educate people on what is the twin flame? Now there's so much information and there's some really good information. And then there's some information that's taking people on a journey. That's probably not the best approach to this twin flame journey. Um, and maybe causing some, some more trauma around the idea of what a twin flame is. So I want to, and Pam wants to really educate you guys on what what is a twin flame? Why do we even have this narrative? What does it even mean? What is it real? Is it false? Is it a theory? You know, the myth, I know we've covered the myth. And then also we have listeners asking about the twin flame. Like, how do you know false twin flame? Trust me, I am going on YouTube, um, which I never do. Um, I typically will go to research articles and stuff like that to do my research, but I highly recommend that you do your own research um, and understand all facets of what the twin flame is rather than just kind of listening to what other people are telling you it is. It's very important for me um, and I know for Pam that our listeners mm -hmm. yeah. do their own personal inquiry. It's going to be mm -hmm. critical in anything you're doing when it comes to spiritual work anyway people will give you some options about what it is but you've got to really do your own kind of critical thinking around these ideas and understand what the significance of the topic like twin flame means um because you can have people misuse the the whole construct of a spiritual concept to manipulate absolutely so definitely don't want to do that um, but we did have a listener who asked about how do you know if it's a false twin flame? And I think there were some other questions, right, Pam, that they had yeah. asked. Yeah, know? about projecting, <clears throat> the, the whole mirroring and projecting, yeah. Mm -hmm. Your desires for like the true twin. And how do you, again, know if it's you or if it's beyond uh -huh. just you? I'm going to say something really quick. It's always you. So yeah. you got to understand that your internal world is your world. And just because you're feeling something internally doesn't necessarily mean that that person's feeling the same exact thing. Remember, our experiences are all very unique to us. It's the one thing that's different. And in fact, I was talking to my sister the other day and I was like, isn't it amazing that we have all these billions of people on the planet and every single person has their own unique experience? Mm. That is like mind boggling to me, right? That no two people see things the same way. So even in the twin flame, as, as the theory goes, and I think I want to separate it as theory and myth, because I mm -hmm. think there are two things that are happening within the twin flame scenario. There's the myth, and then there's the theory about what that myth might mean for us as individuals. Um, and I would say that the myth itself is probably the stem of the theory. It's where the theory may be derived from, right? Yeah. And and it, and it just spirals. So the myth we went over, right? The fact that they say, you know, if you look in Greek mythology, right, that we used to be, um, is androgynous the right word? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Okay. Masculine um, and feminine in one. Masculine, yeah, we were one and oh. then we were separated and the gods did this because of our, they felt like we were too powerful, whatever it is. Okay, now that's a myth. Is it true? We don't know. It's a myth. Maybe, 
maybe there were creatures in the past that were like two heads, forearms, four legs, but it's myth. I don't, there's no historical record showing a person, you know, with bones and all that kind of archaeological right. thing that that happened. It's a myth. Well, why do we have the myth? Why is this myth of the twin flame circulating? Well, know where the myth starts from. Um, and I always tell people with any of these concepts in psychology or spirituality, you want to look to the myth first. It's always the best place to start. Mm. The myth gives you an indication about kind of how the narrative derived. It's not true. Okay, none of this is true. Remember, our experiences are true to us, but not necessarily true to the collective reality of this three-dimensional time space. People um, kind of go into psychosis where they believe that their internal reality has to be fully true in this three-dimensional time space. And it's two very different things. So if you have a twin flame, just because you're experiencing that magnitude of connection doesn't necessarily mean that they're experiencing it in the exact same way nor does it mean that you need to be with them. That's a big misconception of this whole twin flame scenario as well. You know, and I think because of the current uprise of the twin flame and how it's been abused, more and more people are starting to talk about what it is and educate people on the significance of this particular myth and theory without manipulating people into doing crazy, things because that's not what it's for. It's really for your own healing and your own self-love at the mm -hmm. end of the day. It doesn't lead back to just your own self-love. And it's always like this projection of outward, um, trying to be somebody or fight. You're complete, whole, and perfect within yourself. That is the biggest message you can take from the twin flame. If you're not getting that message, then I would probably run the opposite direction. <laughs> right? So, now that I've given my little spiel, um, Pam, what do you have to add to that? What do you have to say? Well, I think going back to like what you said about myth and understanding, right? <clears throat> um, I feel like metaphor, when you look at like literary devices, right? Symbolism, imagery, metaphors, um, those are really ways that we were able to understand the external and the internal, right? This kind of mirroring. So when you look at the universe beyond us, right? The, this oneness of energy that separates itself um, into masculine and then feminine, and then it just kind of splits and splits from there. I feel like the whole kind of myth thing about oneness, right? Coming back, it is that fact that we divided off as energy from like the source and we've gone on our own journeys to evolve and to grow and to kind of understand like what is the universe what are these planets you know like we're just all kind of doing investigative research for the universe <laughs> and um and at the end of the day right we're growing we're evolving like our ego is developmentally like hitting stages and milestones our soul on the same like conscious evolutionary journey hitting milestones and growth um whether you go through it through like darker you know more 
dense energy patterns or whether high vibrational. But at the end of it, that whole unity and coming back, right? And this is that union piece. It's not so much like you said about being in a perfect relationship with another person, but it's about the unity and the union of these energies that split from the oneness of the universe. And it's coming back into a union. And so that masculine and that feminine energy that then is embodied, right? Like, and I carry a feminine energy, I've had to work with the masculine, you know what I mean? Those imbalances, like that's where all the work takes place. That's where, and from my own experiences, the more I dove into my masculine um, consciousness, the more that I healed those wounds and understood those roles and did the integration, the more I could feel my twin or my person, the more like you, you do, you, you have dreams of them, you have visions, you feel them. And that's where all of the psychosis and it becomes a slippery slope because that is real. That energy of missing somebody, of longing for somebody because it's attached to your essence of your ethical body, your spiritual body. Um, so I just feel like that's where it gets really, really hard to understand and navigate. And that's where like a lot of misconceptions happen and misunderstandings and things. Um, so I think just if people can sit with that and really understand that is like the base level of, of this alchemical process that brings you into your own union. And this person is just an external kind of catalyst. Yeah. Yeah. It's a facility. It facilitates the internal. So I can tell you from my own, um, hello. Hi, everybody is on here. Hi, Rock. Um, and hi, Primal. Um, that I can tell you from my own personal experience. So for me, um, you know, there's a lot of misconception about twin flames. So we're here to set the sh record straight that it's not about being with somebody. It's about finding your own internal energies of the sacred masculine and feminine within. If you thought about the yin yang, and I like how you said, we feel separated from source. Well, we are in a way because we're looking externally for things that are internal within us, right? The twin flame narrative is a powerful narrative to help us find that union within our own self, the balance, the yin yang that is um, within us. Now, I can tell you from my own personal experience with the twin flame journey, kind of the aha moments that I had, this may or may not resonate with some people out there. But for me, I couldn't understand. And I could tell you how I came to this twin flame thing. It's because someone had such an impact on my own um, personal internal experience that I couldn't explain and I couldn't get them out of my head. And, and I was like, I don't understand. Did I need to be with them? No. Do I need to be with them? No. But why am I so attached to this individual? And I think that's the question that most people have. Why do I feel so attached to this person? Usually people who come to the twin flame story tend to have this very powerful, unique connection between another individual. Do, does the other person feel the same way? I don't know. That's none of my business, to be quite honest with you. And, and, and I'm like, it's not my business if he feels the same way or does not feel the same way. What happened in my own understanding of my journey is that he awoke a part of me that was dormant. Mm -hmm. He mm -hmm. was the individual who was able to facilitate the, the dormant, sleeping, sacred feminine that was internal inside of me. And that's why I think I was so attached to him, not because yeah. I needed 
be with him to complete me externally. But because I felt this attachment to the person who awoke that sacred feminine that was dormant, because I was very masculine in my energy. I was very go, 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 this, that, the other focus, 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 you know, not gentle or kind with myself. I, I made other people feel like, like they felt judged around me, not because I was judging them, but because I was judging myself and, and I was putting all this stress on myself. Therefore, it was showing up externally in my relationships. And I got tons of feedback by my friends, my family, everybody. It was always the same feedback. When I met this individual and, and sort of the twin flame scenario is he opened up my heart. Mm-hmm. Now, does that mean that I opened his? No. But I do believe that he was the one who actually facilitated that dormant sacred feminine that was sleeping. He did because I cried and I couldn't understand even why. I didn't even know this person, right? And that's usually what the twin flame story starts like. Met this person. I don't know what happened. I met them. The energy was so intense. I didn't know what to do. And the reality is, is it doesn't mean you have to be with that person. Like, I want to stress that more than ever. It Mm. just means that they were this gift that maybe the source gave to you to awaken a part of you that was out of balance, Mm. that was not in balance. Now, that's my story, right? That's how I feel. So I don't necessarily need to be with this individual. Now, here's the deal. If we do connect, right, because I love this individual and I would love to even just be friends, right, just to be able to connect and talk. But with the twin flame, right, if it is your twin flame on this earth or the person that helps you facilitate your growth and evolution, right, um, is that the individual themselves, every time you guys meet, even if you trigger each other and you separate again, you have this spiritual evolution that happens within you again. So you're like healing all these parts of yourself that need to be healed, not so you guys can be together but so that you can be in union with your own self and connection to source, mm-hmm. to the oneness that we were separated from. Okay. Um, let's see. Is that what a twin flame means? Super strong connection. I only felt that way with one person. I believe so. I mean, the twin flame is a, I'm going to say this because there's so much circulating about twin flames. Um, and I, don't want people to feel misled. And let me tell you, there are some crazy people doing some crazy things with this theory. It is a myth and a theory. What I highly encourage listeners to do is to do your own research. Go read about the myth first, right? And then ask yourself what it is internally that needs to be healed. Because yes, it could be one person that does that, but they're what they're doing in my, this is again, my personal opinion, they're awakening a part of you that was dormant, that needs to be looked at and needs to be healed. Um, and so that's kind of where I'm at in my journey is I'm like, oh shit, like this, no wonder I'm so attached to this person. No wonder I feel like I want to be with this person because he awoke my sacred feminine. And, and naturally I'm like, oh, but externally on the 3D, that's not what it's about. So now I'm working to heal those internal wounds that that were, you know, need to be healed so that I can have healthy relationships with with all men in my life, not just this particular male, but all males, right? And all females yes. that are in my life. Um, so okay, so I went off a little bit. So why don't you go ahead and <laughs> and Pam, if you have something to say, because I'm so we're so passionate about this, right? Um 
And hi, Zayan, we were actually uh, speaking to the questions that you had. So if you need us to go over anything, have any questions, please enter it into the chat box and we can go ahead and answer. Um, but go ahead, Pam. Um, have to? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely something I've been on a journey. I feel I had to dissociate from, from the Twin Flame community, right? Because in the beginning, I was trying to understand. I was doing the research. I was looking and trying to, to you know, navigate the internal and the external and just figure it all out. And um, I would come upon groups or pages and, you know, just this community of other people that, you know, claimed to, to be awoken Twin Flames. Um, usually always a majority in separation. There was a couple here and there that maybe were in union, but it was just stuff that was like little red flags. It was things that just didn't sit right. And I think you have to listen to your body because your body will give out those sensations, you know, like goosebumps or like a gut sensation or, you know what I mean? So you need to really listen beyond your mind and your body will give cues and that intuition um, will guide you. And because you shouldn't, in a lot of ways, like nobody else has the answers for your own journey, because like you said, how unique we are and how very, very different we've decided to, to carny and learn experiences and, and whatnot, navigating those. So to think like one person outside of you that you don't even know is going to be able to give you, you know, like the name and the date of when you'll meet and like if you'll get married and like the whole, you know what I mean? That's just nonsense. It's not going to happen that way. No. <laughs> so yeah, so you just have to like go at your own intuitive pace and do the research. Um, for me, like I don't, I didn't fit in the box of the narratives I was seeing and hearing. Like my stuff starts in childhood. My my twin flame things literally came in at birth um, with a false twin. And, um, and that narrative started from there. And then it wasn't until I was 12 years old um, that again tied in with the false flame is when I met the the real one. And even that kind of language there can get complicated. And and so I was like searching, you know, what's a false flame? What's a twin flame? Trying to differentiate between that. The universe was also bringing me articles and it was bringing me, like I didn't go looking for this. It was brought to me and it resonated. And that's what kind of, you know, like baited me <laughs> and like got me on the path because I, I saw the signs and I recognized something. Um, so I had to really learn to dis, dis um dissociate and to just really go it at my own and, and trust myself because there were just not the narratives that I was relating to. Um, I think I've just avoided it because of that for years because I saw the controversy. I mean, there was one woman I remember at one point, <clears throat> she's just like on her seventh or eighth flame at this point, you, you know? And it was like, I think for some women, it's that love story of connection, right? So it's like, oh, this is really my flame, not them. And so I, I was like, this woman, it just didn't sit where there was just some, some wounds, there's some very apparent wounds. <laughs> and so I like, no, walked away. Um, there was another woman who was claiming to be in union and she was doing, you know, card re oracle and, and tarot card readings. And so I followed her in the beginning because I was resonating with like the energy of the divine feminine, you know, that she was trying to give guidance to. 
Um, but then, you know, she had left one husband, remarried, had a kid, and all of a sudden, you know, was in the midst of this, but then was like, oh, no, I actually, he's not my twin like I thought he was. It's this man. And so, and then she changed, like, her whole name to, like, something really far and out there because she no longer resonated with her life. And and I totally get all that. I do. But again, that's where our vibrational alignment ended, and I needed to move on and not follow any of her readings or anything anymore. Um, so those phases will come and go, you know, like people will come in where you can learn from them, but then you have to resonate. I mean, realize when you don't resonate anymore and it's time to walk away or, or whatnot. And I think that's the problem is people are in a lot of pain and a lot of hurt, a lot mm -hmm. of confusion, and they're just looking for somebody else. It's like you're almost giving your power away, really, um, because part of the twin flame journey mm -hmm. is about empowering yourself and heal. And you know what I mean? Changing your own narratives by setting boundaries. So when you're not even sure how to set boundaries or navigate them and you're just violating them, like that, all that is doing is causing more toxic wounds. So there are specific like stages and there are things that come up for this process. Um, so yeah, I think research is always a good start and mm -hmm. just listen to intuition from there. Yeah, please, please, please do your research, people. There's so much um, misconception around this topic. And, you know, it, it really pisses me off, to be honest with you, because we individuals who are in the spiritual community really trying to support healing narratives for individuals, right, and bring the collective consciousness um, uh, elevate it, right, or expand the collective consciousness so that we can heal as as one, you know, that again, it's not about if you're here's what I would say, if you're constantly looking externally to fill a void, um, that's your first cue because you are whole, perfect and complete within yourself. Yeah. Okay? Yep. That end of story. You hold the sacred feminine and masculine within you. Your twin flame is there to facilitate the part of you that has been dormant, sleeping and has not been healed. So you'll see that if your sacred feminine internally is not healed, that's why you feel so called and connected to the twin flame is because yeah. they're waking up a part of you that has been asleep. It's yeah. been in slumber. And and now not you, you don't need to be with them to heal that. It's not like your guys are two part, you guys are whole within yourself. So it's take it's stepping back and saying, okay, why do I feel the need to be with an individual to complete me? Those are the wounds that you guys have to look at healing and saying, oh, well, maybe because of this. And then you work on healing that. And then what you do or what you see is that new relationships will arise within your space um, and help you move along your journey to mm -hmm. wholeness, right? Within, yeah. within yourself, within you. Um, there is no need. Now, if you end up with somebody, that's fine. That, that there's nothing wrong with that either. Um, I can tell you for myself, I told found this the other day. I'm just not gonna be with anybody. That's it. <laughs> <Nobody>. Done. <laughs> I'm done with all of them. Everybody, I'll just because I've always been a very individual person, like you know, I got this on my own. Um, 
And as you know, my story, that's how I started looking into the twin flame is because there was an individual I just could not get him out of my head, out of my mind. And what the hell is going on with me? Um, what I've learned in these past few weeks as I've worked on my own internal healing is I was able to feel the sacred masculine energy. And I believe I talked about this and I was able to tap into source, the source of that sacred feminine and masculine energy. Now I know how I deserve to be treated by all masculine energy, mm -hmm. not just see, because people think it's just a partnership with one person. This is your relationship with all everybody in your life. Yeah. This is your ability to balance and harmonize your internal world so that you can balance and harmonize your external world. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean that you need to be with somebody to do that. You have people around you, right? Um, like for instance, Pam and I, we balance yeah. each other out a lot, mm -hmm. right? And, and, and it's good because you have those people that help remind you, right. That are like, Oh, Hey, remember you're working on healing your sacred feminine. Maybe you should take rest. Maybe you should be more gentle with yourself, or maybe you're working on the sacred masculine internally. And it's like, Hey, I need to be more focused. I need to be more driven. I need to. So you're really physiologically, if we, if we thought about it from the physiological perspective, we have the parasympathetic sympathetic system, right? Those are two very different kind of operational systems internally. Mm -hmm. We're learning to balance out our, our nervous system in a way. If you wanted to look at it from a, from a um, scientific perspective, that's what we're doing. We're balancing out the chemistry in our body, the chemistry in our brains, right? And we're, we're trying to find that internal balance. Now, the yin yang is a very important symbol for this because what it does is it allows us to see that there's this very sweet balance internally with the feminine and masculine energies internally. And we know physiologically, like Pam was saying, we listen to our bodies, right, to understand where we are physiologically. Are we, are we uh, too hard on ourselves? Do we need to be more gentle with ourselves? You know, mm. and that's what we're doing. And I know, Zion, you asked about the mirroring, and that's a lot of what the mirroring is. The mirroring mm -hmm. is uh -huh. that indication that we are being either too masculine in our energy or too feminine in our energy. So we need to learn to balance those energies internally. Like, what does it mean? How do we find, and Tai Chi is a very good, um, thing to use with the balance of the feminine and masculine energies. You know, I do Kung Fu. Kung Fu is all about balancing your body, right? Because we, so when you think about it, we have depression, we have um, anxiety, we have um, stress. Okay. So really what we're looking to do and the twin flame story can help you with that. Where mm -hmm. am I off physically? right? Mm -hmm. And how can I restore the balance internally? Because you are your twin flame. <laughs> you are the twin flame, you yourself in yourself and whole, right? It's that reconnection to the sacred feminine and masculine internally and balancing out that narrative. And yes, you may have an individual on the three dimensional time space that reminds you, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Reminds you to, to heal those wounds so that you can find the balance and restore balance internally. Yep. And I yep. will do everything I can to make sure that people understand this because there are some really crazy things going on with the twin flame scenario. You guys, it is a myth. It is a theory. It is not an absolute truth. Hey, okay? that has to be the first thing. And I know Pam and I 
really want to educate people on how myth and theory can help yeah. you to move through your own personal processes because yeah. that's what they're there to do but they are not truth they are not absolute truth we can never get at absolute truth okay so i think that that's an important point to make right and how myth can help you there's many myths out there the twin flame is just one myth and it's really a good one yeah. is that why the dreams won't stop it's been years since we've come together but they won't stop how do you feel about demasculine uh demasculinity of men oh no I well, uh, I would say I'm the dream one. Then more than likely, yeah. Um, if especially if it feels like astral travel or like, like um, lucid uh, dreams, uh, that's definitely um, a, a channel for connection. And especially if healing is happening, I've healed past lives as well as this lifetime through dreams um, with my twin. Yep, and remember, I just. I have to, I'm going to keep saying this, you guys, over and over again. Remember, your twin flame is not there so you can be on this uh, fairy tale, um, happily ever after journey. That's not what it's about. Um, it's about you finding wholeness within yourself. And we need this more than ever in our world right now. Um, demasculinity of men. Tell me what you mean. Um, I think, and you tried to call in. Do you want to take a caller? Sure. Yeah. Sure. Okay. If you want to call in, you can um, you can call in again. We can take you in. And we had a caller last time too, just to kind of you know get another perspective or answer some questions, right? Um, I did watch this um, storyline. I, I, I the twin flame man. It's such a a powerful theory, mm -hmm. um, and I think that it's getting used and misused in so many yeah. facets, yeah. not just with groups, but also um, with our government, to be quite honest with you, with the children. I mean, I've just watched some pretty crazy stuff about what they're doing with children, um, you know, especially at the age where, of course, all children are confused, right? When they're going through their uh, puberty stage, nobody knows what they want at puberty, but them dictating that. Okay, so I'm gonna invite you in. Let's see if I can invite. Okay, I'm gonna invite you in. And you are connected. Hey, hello, how are you today? Good, how, good, are, you? how are you? Really good. And uh, I just tuned in for the first time and I really love the frequency and resonance in your voice and the fact that you're brave and you're willing to put yourself out there. Hmm. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> We appreciate well we appreciate you putting yourself out there yeah. and getting on here <laughs> so so tell us tell us what um i know you had a question do you want to just go ahead and give us some background and, and what you're asking well um i'm a man i think mm -hmm. you can hear that in my voice um mm -hmm. and i'm proud to be a man i serve mm -hmm. my country and uh -huh. thank uh, you for your service yeah thank you. um you know I just want everybody back home to realize they're in service as well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes. We're all in this together, okay? And the division yep. that's setting us apart with gender yeah. and yeah. race needs to stop. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's being propelled by the media. I don't mm -hmm. care which outlet you want to listen to. 
you're giving half truths and lies. Mm -hmm. Yep, absolutely. But yeah. There's so much beauty. Um, and I don't hate anyone. I mean, mm -hmm. I don't think that's why I was put on earth. Mm -hmm. I try not to judge. Mm -hmm. um, I try not to be prejudiced. Mm -hmm. But I think, you know, that, you know, most of us have good light inside of us. But we were born with both. And we have to temper our prejudices. We have to temper mm -hmm. um, certain things. Mm -hmm. And we got to let everyone come to grips with how we're being divided right now. Sure. Gender. Mm -hmm. um, for me personally, I I love women. My mother is one of the most amazing people I know. Um, she gave birth to me at seventeen. I signed up for the military at seventeen. And uh, I just talked to her today, and gosh darn it, she is just probably, she's a lot stronger than a lot of men I know. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. she knows she's a woman. Yeah. Um, she's a widow, and uh, she also had to deal with my biological father, who was, well insufficient i guess you could say anyway um what i would like to offer if you don't mind is sure. that sure. we are of the human kind mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and when you understand the derivatives of words humankind yep, yep. you understand kind you mm -hmm. understand kin you understand kinship. Kinship. Mm -hmm. Kindred. Mm -hmm. And we're all in this together. And if, if we don't get our if we don't get our poop in a group here real soon yeah. and stop them from dividing us. Yeah. Because it's really not that many people that are running the show, but it's of ancient bloodlines. Mm -hmm. But we, we all come from our own ancient bloodlines. And that's what they know. Mm -hmm. So these podcasts that we're on right now may or may not be available here real soon. So um, I think it's really important that we try to come together real quick. Uh -huh. Sooner the better. Mm -hmm. And let each other. I mean, it's about love. It's, it's the most powerful weapon against yeah. evil. Mm -hmm. So, yes, women. Women are very strong. But mm -hmm. um, being a man that had to pay uh, a gadzooks amount of child support. And then have the state come after me and tell me I owed all three of my children because they were born out of wedlock a third of their college education um and i never got to claim any of them on taxes the state wouldn't let me do it the federal government never helped me out even though i served my country in combat 
I paid over half a million dollars. So yeah, and I got, then I got mm -hmm. probably uh, right now I got eighty eight dollars in my checking account. But I got a book that's getting ready to get published, and I'll make some money off that. And I got another one, and I got a few other irons in the fire. It's just that women yeah, are so very special. Women are very special, okay? Uh -huh. Women are very strong. I mean, for Pete's sakes, if you can go through child giving birth <laughs> to a child. Right. Oh my God! I am so glad I'm a man and die. <laughs> yeah, it's not really fun. Well, in there. and I can say this: like there is a lot of. So I'm just gonna say this: there is a lot of healing that gets to happen. Um, and there are agendas being pushed. I will say that. You know, I don't want to get too in the weeds on that topic per se. And it's something we can definitely talk about on another podcast because there are agendas being pushed. It could be part of the twin flame scenario for, for sure is what it is because it's, it is not just separating us from them. It's, it's actually pulling us further away from our light and our own internal healing and balance too. So because of that, there's this imbalance in society. We internally are not realizing how how to balance ourselves. We're confused, right? And and a lot of that is like, well, what am I? Am I a this or a that? And I'm gonna say this biologically, men are born men, women are born women. Now, internally, what needs to be healed is this twin flame scenario in some sense, where the sacred feminine and masculine energies are balanced. If they are balanced, we will assume the right roles, right? So there is an agenda being pushed. Here's the deal when it comes to men. And, and I kind of heard this in, I, you know, we um, as women of consciousness um, are working with men who are doing the healing work, mm -hmm. right? Because we understand that it is a partnership that that we love the men who are doing the work and are healing and are and, and are stepping into their their i don't want to say role because roles kind of messes things up too but they're stepping into their potential as masculine mm -hmm. gendered men and and in that right they're able to be the protectors that they're here to be they're but here to and be the people that they be the 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 full potential of their masculine gendered body right biological body that they came to be on this planet and for me i think that's a very powerful thing so we stand with those men we're working with these men right and us women are saying we we want to work together it's a collaborative effort between sacred masculine and energies within us but also with them together I never thought of that imbalance between gender roles affecting the twin flame. It is affecting yeah. the twin flame. Yeah. Like, and I can tell you that the narrative itself, Zion, is not just being manipulated from the top in government. It's being used by other individuals to enroll people into certain groups and use it for manipulation. Now, remember, the shadow side is always ever present. So is the oh, shadow you studied, side? You studied Carl, didn't you? You studied Carl, the shadow oh, side. Yeah. 
Oh yeah. We are so Pam Love and I. Love <laughs> Yeah, Pam and I are actually um, master students of consciousness. So we received our master's degree in consciousness, and I will be getting my PhD in consciousness. So um, we've and it's in, within psychology. So if you look at it, there's a bunch of different narratives. We only don't just do Carl Jung. We also look at um, other frameworks within consciousness studies as well, which is why people need to understand um the the do their research and really understand right so can I, um, can I tell you guys something real quick yes women have work to do as well that's what we're that's what we're i have i have i have i have twin daughters oh nice and they're at cambridge university right now getting their masters in psychology well congratulations. that's, cool. that's awesome and my father, my father that I don't have any contact with, he remarried and I have twin half sisters that I've reconnected with and they're really great. Their names are Amy and Sarah and my daughters are Madeline and Marlene. And um, yeah, but when I was nine years old, uh, something weird happened. I started getting these weird teeth growing out of the roof of my mouth. And I went, they took me to the doctor and uh, then I had to have surgery and they found out it was connected to remnant skull and there was even hair follicle growing off of it. And it was what was my remnant twin that I must have absorbed wow. in utero. Oh, wow. Wow. So, wow. because I believe in the supernatural and I believe in Christ, Yahweh, mm -hmm. I believe mm -hmm. in the universe. Mm -hmm. I believe that, you know, even though I must have been born a killer, and that's why I probably had to do what I had to do in the military, but um, it's an ugly thing. And uh, I think that uh, the reason I'm alive right now is because. I think I think my twin was female and I think she has been my guardian angel this whole time. Yeah. And that that is possible that she's showing up to support you. Um and you know, and thank right, you for sharing. Twin flames also don't have to be lovers and that's a big thing too. It can actually be a family member. It can it can be like a neighbor, you know what I mean? It doesn't actually have to be someone that is like a boyfriend, girlfriend. Oh, you're talking about Libra, Libra as in the liberal twin Libras? No, that's something different. The Libra, like the scales of balance. Yeah. So that's, that goes into more of the esoterics, no. which are yeah. a little bit different. Yeah. And I want to ask you guys mind me asking what, uh, what your, uh, uh, sign are your sign your um i have a pisces sun with a sag moon and a scorpio rising okay but your sign is what pisces would be the sun and the other lady uh i'm a taurus cancer aries ah uh, you got the bull and the can oh boy well, yeah. I'm a Pisces. I'm a Pisces as well. I'm kind of on the cusp, February 21st. Awesome. But I still believe that 
that's not my religion. I just think it's another facet because I've studied string theory and how that this all relates to the Supreme Father from the universe. So there's a lot going on right now in this world. It seems to be on fire, but it's been on fire for eons. But right now, I, I think it's so important that people try to become somewhat studied instead of watching TV and, you know, too much crap and enlighten themselves and realize that we're all here for a purpose. Mm-hmm. And it's my belief our purpose is to help one another and it can be very very hard because you know we have hearts that can be deceived but um it's what it's 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 just my belief that that's why we're here is to help one another yes and i appreciate that um and we definitely do and i want to go back to a couple of questions so don't women also have to do the work? Yeah, this is about us doing the work all together. Um, and I kind of want to get back to the twin flame narrative, if we can. Um, yeah, because, please do. I want to hear more yeah. about this. Yeah. So, so, um, so women um, are doing the work, and and that's what women of consciousness is, right? To support women, but also men. So we together work, mm-hmm. right, to support each other, right? Um, and and why because we have to heal our internal wounds in order to come together in harmony right right now there's this they're doing gender it's crazy there's a lot of craziness going on right now we could go on and on and on and on forever about how there's gender wars we are here women of consciousness stands behind our healed men men who are healing men who are not healed the ones who are wounded as well and are searching to find unity within themselves as well, as well as women who are looking to find unity within themselves, right? Um, I'm kind of, yes, with the topic. Um, so um, the universe, let me see, I want to see what you said. The universe repeatedly brought my twin back three times this year after years of no, con- absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, so some of and the it was, things that, yeah, go ahead. Can now. I jump in real quick on that one? Because yeah, yeah. I, I had yeah. made a note to kind of hit this. Sure. So, yeah. so I think one thing too about twin oh. flames, right? They're just like instantly like, oh, you just need to be in a harmonious union. You're going to meet your person and boom, you know, it's the strong connection and like that's the one. But there are stages. There are There is a runner. There is a chaser and is going to trigger those wounds within. So the periods of separation are super, super important because that's when it's bringing up all of the emotional stuff, right? That's when it's really, really hard and it can be depression. Um, it can be a lot of confusion and fear. Kind of um, like, like a regurgitation. Yeah, I guess so. Um, union, it doesn't mean like necessarily like you're in an actual relationship where you know, boyfriend, girlfriend, or, you know, whatever, um, engaged, married, none of that, but you could be friends. You could be having conversations and that is union when, you know, when you go six months and you don't talk and then somebody sends a text that says, Hey, how are you? And you start talking for six months. That is a stage of union. It's just maybe not like how you want it to be living together and starting a life, but that is a phase of union. And the more that you can understand, 
the phases that when you're in them and what it is serving as a purpose for that moment in your journey that will help you, that will help you to grow and evolve. It's going to bring up vulnerability. It's going to bring up boundary setting. It's going to bring up self-worth and value and confidence. All of those things that are going to hit you at your core so that you can grow and evolve and, um, and strengthen, you know, your will, power, and your confidence and all those things. And so separation is super important because you grow and you evolve, you shed, you have death and rebirth in those phases. And so to expect to meet somebody and have all this connection and to instantly be together and never separate isn't, um, it's not part of the stages. It's not really part of the structure because this is a structured story. It's a structured energy that has a purpose. And I just think that's really important to understand because if someone is telling you, oh, you're just going to do the work and then meet your person and go straight into a harmonious union and be together forever, it's not true. You have to have phases of separation, of running and chasing. You grow and evolve when you stop running and when you stop chasing. So if you don't have those phases, you're not doing some work and you're missing out on things. And that's where to know people are giving you advice or you're learning from maybe a guru or something and, and things aren't adding up if those things are not there. Yes. And so mm. again, that separation. I am so glad I found this show. Yeah. The separation phase is the most critical part of the work that you have to do to find union in yourself. Remember, it's not about finding union with the person outside of you. The union is an internal process, finding union within yourself. So it's getting stronger within yourself, right? It's understanding the pieces. So, you know, here's the deal. If Zion, if you're looking and you're saying, why, why won't she talk to me? You can say, what is it that I'm seeking in her that I'm looking for? that I don't feel like I have in myself because you, it's already there within you. But again, this is not going to just show up in your twin flame relationship. This is going to show up in all your relationships. You're not mm -hmm. just healing your twin flame relationship with this. You're healing all of those past traumas. You're healing intergenerational trauma. So it's a lot of work. And so, but we think we need somebody to complete us. And that's not true. That is not a true statement. You are whole, perfect, complete within yourself. You are the twin flame. You are the twin flame, right? Internally. Um, some things that can help you to move through the process, though, is understanding the stages, for one. Understanding why a separation from an individual is very important for your own inner healing, you know, and why you've got to, if you are the chaser, stop chasing. Why? Because you're not doing your work. You're too busy focused on that person and not yourself. I know because I was a chaser. I was going to start Chasers yep. Anonymous. Yep. Because Anonymous. <laughs> and I can tell you right now, the chaser um, is that, you know, oh. for me, it's like, okay, Natalie, why am I chasing love? I don't just mm. chase love with him. I chase love with everybody. And that, and why? I'm mm. whole, perfect, and complete. I don't need to chase love. Right. I am love. And that's no, the period. But if you're, if, if you do find someone that you, um, you, you can feel that you're omnipresent with mm -hmm. and, and you can look in each other's eyes and see that you 
desperately would never want to hurt one another. And you can get through this so-called thing that we call life. And you have goals that maybe you want to reach together, but you're allowed to live outside of that. It doesn't mean you need to be with another, you know, individual um, outside of... I, I believe in marriage. I really do. I believe in the commitment. Um, I got divorced last year after 20 years. Um, can't believe it happened. She was always afraid I'd be, I would be the one that would leave her. Um, not, I'm not bragging, but I've always been told that, you know, I'm a kind of a good looking guy and, you know, women just are coming at me. Um, and it's only been a little over a year since I've been divorced. And I decided to, that I think it's more important that I work on me right now and be celibate. Um, intimacy and all that. Yeah. Um, maybe in the future, you know. Um, but right now, um, I do have women in my life that uh, there's... There's not that aspect of it. Um, we they're in they're very intelligent women, and we're we're noticing all these things that are going on on this earth right now, and I think it's more important that we're paying attention to it, and we're sharing you know what we're seeing with our eyes and our ears, and we're trying to come to grips with it and I find them that instead of you know wanting to go to bed with them I think of them as my sisters in arms well that's good it sounds like you're healing that part of yourself which is the sacred masculine understanding that oh gosh it's not just a primal thing, right? Um, so thank you for that. And it, for Zion, it, it, it used to be own, it used to be a long time ago. A long time ago. I mean, I don't know why I don't have a sexually transmitted disease. I've been with hundreds of women. Sure. And sure. Uh, so, so in the twin flame narrative, right? It's you're healing your sacred masculine, which is really important because you're learning to uh, move the energy from your lower chakras into your higher chakra system. So I would say reading up on that can really help you to process and move your journey along into healing your wounds that you might have gone through, right? And well, I don't, you, I, 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 don't I don't look at women. I don't look at women the same way I used to. I look at well, them as... I look at them as, you know, I even men, um, I look at them more as my brothers and I look at women as my sisters. We are of the kind. We are of the human kind. And what I'm finding is somehow I'm being so fortunate like to find this show right now because you guys sound brilliant. And... Uh, <laughs> Well, we, we I'm finding some that. very, I'm finding some very, very amazing people out there right now, and they're they're men and women, and mm -hmm. they've had enough with 
the crap show that's being spoon fed to them. Yep, they don't sure. want it anymore. Mm, that's why that's we're correct. here. <laughs> and that's why we're here. And so I think on another show, um, what we can do, and you're always welcome to, you know, join us on that show is kind of talk about the narrative that's happening and circulating. But I do really want to get back to the twin flame um, because I know yes, Zion. Yeah, <laughs> no, and, and we can't trust me. There's so much to talk about in the healing journey. But with Zion, you know, I think there's some processing that needs to go on with you, Zion. And, you know, I know that if you needed support offline, you know, you can definitely message us. We can mm -hmm. see if there's a potential for coaching. But, you know, I would say this, and, and I think maybe we can even kind of end here because I think there's a lot, we've, we've said a lot, and there's been a lot, um, and we're, we're approaching an hour, is look, Zion, if it's your own guilt and shame, um, it's really understanding how to forgive yourself. And even if somebody is not willing to accept your apology, really looking at what that triggers within you, right? So there's some processing that needs to be healed within yourself. Um, and remember that you are the flame. So, you know, healing yourself or forgiving yourself can be a process that you have to do over and over and over again until you understand that. So, you know, yeah, I like how there was prayers and, and that you're going through something. I can see Zion that you're really wanting to heal from this. And I can mm -hmm. tell you right now, please, please, please. And I'm going to end on this note. And then we're going to end the show is do your research. Don't just listen to anybody. If anybody's trying to tell you um, how to navigate your own journey or trying to tell you what to do with your own journey, um, I would run the opposite direction, yeah. um, to be yeah. honest with you. But if someone's helping you to process your own individual journey so that you can heal internally, um, those are the people that you kind of want to work with. And you're going to have friends and all that stuff that show up to help you process it. But never, never, never let somebody tell you what your journey is because it's yours. And, mm -hmm. and nobody has the authority to tell you, you know, yes, they're your twin flame. Go ahead and call them every day and, and stalk them and be crazy. No, that's not even the twin flame thing at all. Okay. So I want you to understand that. So mm -hmm. if you need to reach out to us. So with that, we thank our guests for coming on here, Pam. Um, and I will get on and talk about some more twin flame, everything twin flame, so that you guys are very educated on this. I'm going to do some research and look some peer articles now. I think I'm going to dig down the rabbit hole a little bit more to get yeah. you more information. So you guys understand. Yeah, I love those rabbit holes. Hey, would you yes. do one thing for me before I sign off? Sure. I bet you love music, don't you? Sure. Have you ever heard of a guy named Samuel J? Samuel and just the letter J? Samuel no. J. I don't know. I don't think so. Nope. Nope. Okay. He he did a song called Wonder. And it's all about a lot of what you've been speaking of. And I would love the next time I catch you on a cast or we find each other somewhere, you know, with what we were speaking of. But okay. Samuel Samuel J. Wonder. It's a song of healing, and it's it's so profound. So consider, please consider pulling it up and listening to it. Thank Sounds you. Good. We will do that. And we appreciate you sharing your story and your bravery. And have a good day, and we will see you guys soon. Bye. God bless. Yes, God bless. Bye-bye. Bye.